Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. been an excellent day's cricket appreciated by uh, the travelling fans that the Barney Army are on the uh, oak stand um, singing, dancing, chanting um, and uh, thoroughly enjoying themselves at the end of what has been another scorching day here under the gaze of Table Mountain. England have fought themselves into a position where a lead is more than possible on a pitch that has proved to be difficult to score freely on all day. There were one or two pivotal moments um, in the test match. Uh, today, or at least in, in South Africa's innings, I have uh, Darren Goff and uh, Steve Harmison with me. And the first of those was the, the dismissal of Dean Elgar uh, to Dominic Best. Don Best wheeled away for, for Joe Root, looking to hold things up, hold up an end. And that wicket just seemed to uh, open the floodgates a bit for, uh, for Joe Root and his men. And boy, did they celebrate it as well. Oh, they did. Listen, Don Best deserves a lot of credit coming into the side. He, did, he wasn't sure he was going to play. I spoke to him only last week at Centurion. He knew he was just here as cover, but they promoted him into the official squad. He got selected in front of the leg spinner of Parkinson because they thought he could hold the game. And did he do it well today? He deserves a lot of credit. 27 overs. And you're right, that wicket was a big wicket for England. Dean Elgar was playing that Elgar type innings, just nudging it and nurdling it, rotating the strike. He managed to get himself a decent total, but Don Bess stayed patient. Flew run up just outside our stump. He tried to hit him over the top and Joe Root took a good catch and wow, you're right, Butch. Did they celebrate that wicket? It was massive for England. Yeah, huge. Absolutely huge. I mean, th there were two other big moments. The first of all, first of them was from perhaps an unlikely source. Sam Cohen had looked um, a little bit sort of innocuous, I suppose, in his previous spells. But given the chance to have a go from uh, the Philander end, the Weinberg end, he pulled off a, a little cutter, a little slower ball, and completely stuffed Quentin de Kopp. He did, and it was it was a beautiful bit of bowling. You know, first up, you know, when you're thinking, being critical of him bowling looseners and you know, short and wide, off full and straight and getting whipped. He's just trying to run his fingers across the seam, and possibly he's turned himself, you know, the one into that one-day mode because 
sometimes you do, even during a test match when you're bowling, you do have to turn to one deer mode, especially when you're playing against someone like De Kock. So you have to put that, you know, that extra you know, one step ahead of what's going on. And I thought he did it absolutely beautifully. In another turning point, again, you know, similarities to the, the South African bowling first innings. That, that wicket there gets another wicket when he gets Van der Dussen out. And all of a sudden, England have got the bowlers to go at with the second new ball. And it's, it's brilliant. So Sam Curran took two wickets there with the old ball just before the second new ball. Um, huge, huge moments all. Uh, Rassi van der Dussen had fought his way to, to 68 painful runs, really, but they could prove to be valuable still. What about the hands of Ben Stokes at second step? He caught some absolutely magnificent catches there today, Darren Goff. Just Ben Stokes is just a genius full stop. I mean, Mioli is a great block, diamond of a geezer. And when he stands at slip, he catches pigeons. When he bats, you, want, you don't want to miss a ball because something's going to happen. And when he bowls, he's got that golden arm about him as well. Listen, a fantastic player, one of the best in the world. But some of his catches and his attempts at catches today were excellent. He actually put one down, which was a great catch, by the way. And he was just unlucky as he fell. The ball, his elbow hit the ground, didn't it? And it popped up. We've all probably done that once in our career, but to do it in a test match. And that was off Van der Dusen as well. And Van der Dusen, I think, today put a lot of pressure on South Africa. Yes, he showed guts, he showed <coughs> determination. Similar to Joe, Genley, uh, Joe Denley, who, who Army criticised a bit yesterday for the way to play, and rightly so, because he occupied the crease, but he put pressure on his partner at the other end, Dean Elgar, by not playing any kind of stroke against an off-spinner, turning into him, a right-hander, it didn't look like it's going to run off Donbass. Well, we had exactly the same criticism of, of England, that uh, Keshav Maharaj, the left-arm spinner, was able to bowl virtually all day unchanged without the, without a man protecting the, the square leg boundary. Nobody attempted to sweep him. And pretty much exactly the same thing happened when South Africa batted against Don Best. Do you expect to see both teams take a different approach in the third and fourth innings of this test match? And, and if they do, is it fraught with risk? Is there some reason as to why they've been so reluctant to attack the spinners? I actually think when you say they're risk, risk's a good word for that because I think there's a, the both batting units are low on confidence. And I think if, as a batting team, a batting individual goes out there, goes to have a go at the spinner and finds a man in the deep, or like now Elgar did, he got bogged down, Van Dusen got bogged down, he managed to just loop one up in the air in between, you know, in no man's land, Joe Root was, took a good catch. Doing that puts a lot more pressure on yourself and on the team. So I think when teams are low in confidence, they're reluctant to go down the wicket. They're reluctant to sort of take the bowler on. So you know what happens? You get stuck in a hole. So at the end of each innings, both captains are going to have to sit down with their coaching staff and say, look, we're going to have to go at the spin bowler because he can't bowl exactly the way he bowled because Maharaj and Bess from one end has controlled this game and let the seamers, where there's something happening, to go at the other end. Well, I've just been out there, Butch. We've just had a look at the wicket, and I think it's just get, it's getting drier and drier, that pitch. And I think the, the problem we're going to have here is, but yes, the seamers are going to attack from the Weinberg end, and the spinners are going to be uh, uh, going to be hard to play from the, um, obviously, the other end, Kelvin Groven, because there is some dryness there. There is some footholds for the spinners to work with. Well, a man who's just come over to join us is a, the, a hero late in the day for England, Sam Current. Sam, thanks for coming over and having a chat with TalkSport. Um, brilliant uh, final final twist from you. Um, it's been a bit of a struggle for you up until that point, hadn't it, earlier on in the day? Yeah, it had. It, um, I didn't start off very well, but uh, Jimmy and Brody came up to me at the end of the day and just said what was going on because I kind of 
lost all hope. It looked pretty flat for me, but at the end of the day, that's why it swings and roundabouts. And um, yeah, we managed to fit. I'm a pretty happy man at the end of the day. Um, talk us through uh, the team's reaction when uh, Don Best got uh, Dean Elgar out. Yeah, to be fair, we just had a team talk there, and Ruti was. It doesn't really shout out many names, but he, he points out Don Best's job today was pretty marvellous in the way he held up an end because none of the seamers wanted to bowl from that end. Everyone wanted to go from the top end and try and hit those cracks. So I think um, he did an amazing job and hopefully he can even come into the game in the fourth innings and try and hopefully there's a few more foot marks and get a bit of spin. Um, the uh, the thinking behind the dismissal of, of Quentin de Kock, uh, had you just thought to yourself, well, maybe he gets his hands out in front a little bit, maybe that he's, uh, he's ripe for the slower ball? Done all my own work on him, mate. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, it, was just, it was just one of those where... He comes out and plays his shots. I thought I'd try to throw a slow in, and um, yeah, luckily enough, it was, went straight up. But um, no, I think he's a type of player, he's going to try and hit every ball, so you've got to try things on that type of wicket. And luckily, he didn't cause too much damage, and almost a great way to finish there to get them eight down. So, what's the feeling up there in, in the dressing room? You mentioned that Joe had a, had a little chat, a few words of encouragement for Don Best. Um, you know, it's not going to get any easier to, to score freely on this uh, this pitch. So what do you feel that you guys have got to do in terms of wrapping up this innings, in terms of a lead that you want, and then in terms of how many runs you might need in the, yeah, in think, the third? I think um, the new ball came at almost perfect time. So we have a little crack with it this evening and then obviously got the new ball in the morning. I think Ruti was really pleased with the way as we bowled as a pack this game. We didn't let them go anywhere and we knew we could. We maybe weren't getting as many wickets, but we struck with the, with the new ball at the end and that's when we were waiting to get our rewards, I think it's pretty obvious. Anything, any lead's going to be massive. I think the wicket's not, as you said, it's probably not going to get any better. It will, it may get a bit slower, but you never know. It was so warm today. Those cracks that people have been speaking about and we've been trying to hit are hopefully going to open up. And I think you saw the way South African had the, South Africa had the first innings lead in Centurion. It's hopefully we can do the same. Um, you're no mean batsman yourself. You'd have been out there all that time, perhaps having a look at uh, the approach of the opposition's batsmen, maybe even looking at, at your own guys yesterday. Have you got a, a thought in mind as to you know, perhaps how you might be able to, to impose yourself, just you, I'm not talking about everybody else, uh, on, the, uh, on the opposition bowlers, should it come to it uh, when it's your turn to bat in that third innings? Um, yeah, I don't think I'll be leaving many second innings because I got bowled leaving one, so um, <laughs> I'm joking. It's, uh, no, I think it's going to be trying to be as positive as possible any lead when when I come into bat it's obviously going to be a time where we're maybe looking to get a bigger lead as possible mm -hmm. and um, hopefully our, our top order can get some nice scores but I think it's all about batting as long as we can the more that we wear and tear we get into this wicket is going to hopefully deteriorate a bit more and I think uh, any lead I think that's what we've just spoken about mm -hmm. try and get those wickets as quick as possible we don't look too far ahead but hopefully the sun's out again tomorrow and it's another good batting day because there is there is a People are saying outside off some days. I still think it's a pretty good wicket. It's obviously quite hard to score, but I think whichever team holds their length and holds their nerves will probably win the game. Okay, great stuff. Thanks for talking to us. Cheers. Brilliant finish to what has been a brilliant day. Um, Gentlemen, I mean, he's irrepressible, isn't he, Sam Curran? You, you always feel, or he always gives off the impression that it doesn't matter how bad his day has gone up to a certain point, one moment can turn it around for him. Yeah, I mean, listen, he deserves a lot of credit, actually, because um, he, he was the best bowler for us um, up at Centurion, but he, he didn't start this game off too well. Jimmy Anderson and Brody did bowl beautifully today, both of them, and Dumbess, and I think um, he was struggling, wasn't he? Struggling for rhythm, he thought it was flat for him. He had to bowl his first spell, couple of spells from... <laughs> 
from the end that wasn't doing as much and then he got his opportunity with the no ball in hand and hey, huge credit to him, you know. Picked up a couple of wickets there which were vital for England. We all know if you can pick up a couple of wickets just before that new ball's due and then you've got a thousand wickets to follow them in Broad and Anderson, it always helps the team, doesn't it? So well done Sam Curran, well done England and that is a positive day for us. Do you know something? Coming to South Africa, I've seen six days cricket now and every one of them have been absolutely excellent. Something has been happening every single day. You can talk about the slow scoring rates this game, but I'll tell you what, you can't take your eyes off it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Steve, uh, your thoughts um, leading into tomorrow. Obviously, what England cannot afford to do is to, to spend a long time trying to chisel out that, these last two wickets. It's been a problem for them, hasn't it, getting rid of the tail? It has been a problem for them, but I think with a brand new ball, like Sam said there, that a crack tonight, you know, crack tomorrow, you know, boots up and get themselves, you know, get ready for, for coming tomorrow. And if they can get the any lead, 20, 30, 40, it doesn't matter what the lead is, you know, what you remember they've got a bat last on it. And talk about Sam, he is, has been, he is a game changer. I think Don Best had a, a great day, but them two wickets, you know, is a, is a huge, huge thing for before the new ball. Like Darren said, I think he's got a massive job to play with the bat because when he gets when England get to the point of uh, setting this lead somebody like a Butler and a Curran coming in at number 7 and 8 could just take that lead from 120 140 160 quickly to over 200 and I think that 200 on that surface fourth innings would be a difficult difficult chase well the uh, the bowlers will be hoping they can wrap things up quickly tomorrow and that they will have a long time to put their feet up watching uh, Joe Root Joe Denley and co put uh, a massive amount of runs on the board and put South Africa under pressure dug out by Pope he calls two and they won't get it. That's very good fielding. Jory comes out onto the balcony and thinks, what are you doing? Taking a one first ball. Here is uh, Rabada Bowles. Anderson pushes it to his first slip and is gone. And England have been bowled out for 269. He's under all sorts of pressure, is Stuart Broad. And him and Anderson really are playing for places in Port Elizabeth. If Joffre Archer's fit. Or nicked. Gone this time. Stuart Broad has picked up the wicket of Milan. And England are on the board. Fantastic bowling by Stuart Broad. Broad setting hands are up for, for something here. He's bowled four, three balls, very, very full in and around Middlestone. I wonder if he's just setting the back of the length wide once if he chases. Broad is in once again. Steer towards second slip and taken. Brilliant catch from Ben Stokes. Incredible catch by Ben Stokes. I cannot tell you how good that is. Oh, great delivery by Anderson. He is squared up after Blessy. He is edged off to the slips. What an excellent start from England. South Africa now 40 for three. Anderson in again and that's edged. Oh, just wide. Oh, in the contest, that's going to be very close indeed. Huge shout and he's gone. Van Anderson has lost his balance. He's going straight away for the review. He may feel perhaps that there's an inside edge there. We have an inside edge. I recommend you change your decision to not out. Brought in once again, back for that this time, and Elga pushes it square at the wicket on the offside to bring up his 50. Very well done, Dean Elga. And remember, 50 for Dean Elga is merely a building block. Stuart Broad enjoying himself from the centre, and in he comes again, and that spits, and it's a brilliant delivery. 
nothing that Van der Dossen can do about it. Oh, Brody, no. Partnership comes up as well, just to rub a little salt into the broad room. Such a big moment in this test match. Comes Anderson again and finds an edge. Oh, and he's been dropped. It was a desperately difficult chance for Ben Stokes drive, diving to his right. And as his hand hit the ground, the ball bounced out. And guess who's had another life? Curran, that's short and it's pulled away. That's uh, easy pickings for Elgar in this boot. Dean Elgar is immovable as Table Mountain at the moment, 68 not out. Root is in at the pads, Elgar turns it on the leg side and he will pick up a single and that brings up the 100 partnership for the fourth wicket for South Africa. It's also the highest partnership in the series so far. Here's Broad once again to Fanadassan, uh, opens the face of the bat, runs it down to third man, there's nobody down there. 50 for Rassi Fanadassan, very, very well played. He's shown some real guts, some real character determination and an awful lot of skill. Elgar goes long and he's slicing away and it's Joe Root who's under it and Joe Root has taken it and Dombes has made the breakthrough. There's an Elgar a moment as you'll see. Not often you see a broadcaster with a tub of sweets in front of you. Got him. No, God's you, been got. no you haven't and if we went to a court of law. Uh, it's right in front of you. Oh, De Kock has uh, slogged this one straight up into the air. Caught. Jimmy Anderson takes the catch. Quinton de Kock can't believe it. Big, big wicket, that's a real big wicket. Left arm round and, oh, it's edged and it's taken. And it's Ben Stokes who's taken him. And Van der Dusen's long, patient innings comes to an end. Fantastic catch there by Ben Stokes. Anderson in again. It's nicked again. Oh, it's brilliant. Ben Stokes, it's absolutely stunning. What a catch by Stokes. With a new ball in hand, there's no one better. Absolutely no one better with the new bowling out. James Anderson in balls to uh, Maharaj! Out! And Maharaj is on his way in England, are celebrating. They haven't bowled South Africa out, but they have a lead of 54. And uh, that will be that for the day. I bowled in glasses here in 95, and I got the biggest selling off I've ever had in my life because they fell off as I was bowling. So uh, it didn't go down well with the coach. Ray Illingworth, that was, wasn't it, 95? Yeah. Bowling sunglasses at uh, Johannesburg, the bull ring, they fell off. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final... You can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today.